Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to week 30 of the Foot Weekly Podcast and this is a content podcast I have with me. No japes this week because we're recording at a slightly different time but I've got a Josh with me. Hello Josh, welcome back. Yeah, nice to be here, nice to be here. I've, uh, fresh from being elbowed by a linesman, you know, they, they see it in the big leagues and then take it onto the Sunday League pitches, it's unbelievable. Did you actually get elbowed? No, no, I don't play football at all. I've got likes, can't handle I don't know they had linesmen in golf, but... Uh, <laughs> and we also have with us, as we fairly often do, Nate, a foot accountant. Welcome back to the pod. It's great to be back. Thanks for the invite. And uh, it's... I'm no elbowing here. I haven't got any elbowing here, but uh, mm. team of the season being around the corner. Definitely yeah. has got my uh, hype levels rising, as you could say, excitement levels going yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. I wonder whether our next guest uh, knows what we're talking about there. We'll find out a lot about what he's picked up over the last few weeks because returning to the podcast after a successful first outing on that, what did I call it? The New Foot Player Experience podcast, we have my friend Chris. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the main pod. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back again. Yeah, it's good to have you on. And actually, what we do first is pound for pound powerhouse, and that is the best value player over roughly the past week. And then we put that to a vote. I can confirm that I didn't forget to do the poll. Well, actually I did, but very last minute I sent it out. The poll for pound for pound powerhouse. And I can confirm we have a winner and that was for birthday Hummels, which is fun because I'm not sure whether it will make it into it. But 
on the gameplay pod, uh, Japes says that he isn't very good. So uh, he's not here to uh, say that, so I'll say it for him. But still, he's definitely good value and uh, a good nomination. Uh, we'll move on to this week and I'll start with the listener nomination. Uh, we're going to go for this one from Carl Eric. He says, the 93 closer is my pound for pound this week. The upgrade from the prime isn't substantial, but it is notable, particularly the bump to four star, five star and a generous dribbling fix. It's not a perfect card, but he does have a particular set of skills that puts him in an interesting category of players 94 acceleration 94 positioning 95 finishing 96 reactions and 94 jumping in terms of height and body weight and uh, body type he's lean he's almost identical to al awiran something i definitely wouldn't have expected actually if you want to try a more traditional type of striker that can do both get in behind and get on the end of crosses or just want to play with a usable closer, 100k seems like a reasonable price. The positioning is clever and he's not afraid to pull off all kinds of animations to get the ball in the net. It's not the most clinical card I've used, but it's closer. Or is that a pun? But it's close. Nice. <laughs> uh, a good opening gambit from the listeners there. We'll see what our next guests have to offer. Josh, do you want to start us off with your pound for pound for this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go a bit left field. I, I, I was going to call out Thomas Meunier, uh, his showdown card, because with the upgrade for, I think it was like 34k or whatever that ended up coming in at, that's an outrageously good card. But as that SBC has expired, I'm going to go with another Dortmund player, an ex wing back, you could say, uh, mm-hmm. and it's the player of the month, Guerrero, oh, yeah. in central midfield. It kind of got released to no fanfare whatsoever. It's a uh, fifty three thousand coins or something like that, and it's two squads, which means you get some packs back. Terrible packs back, but packs nonetheless. And I think he's a ninety five rated centre mid with a mm. powerhouse in the midfield, and his stats are just like like boggles the mind in terms of he's got 93 acceleration just based on the card now he's only got 75 sprint sprint speed but with the explosive accelerate style and with the patch that we had recently that kind of buffed explosive accelerate he for me has been able to like burst past heavy midfielders from that kind of you know whether using sprint boost or just that kind of like first touch out of his body because he's got 92 plus in every dribbling stat, including 96 agility and 96 balance. With a powerhouse, he has 99 short passing, 99 vision, 99 long passing. (laughs) And he's got like 99 stand tackle, 99 interceptions, and 93 defensive awareness. Now, he is lightweight. Like, he is not built for physical battles in any way, shape, or form. But if you want a kind of techie midfielder that's going to pick a pass that can get past a player... Honestly, he was so, so much fun to use for like 50k. Three-star weak foot was his only letdown, but I mean, it's it's pound for pound power. So there's going to be some drawback at some mm. point, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, a great nomination. And I think it's 96 rated centre mid with a maestro. Um, oh. a very, very good player. Uh, let's move on to Nate. Who have you got for us? I've got another right back kind of in the conversation of uh, defensive players. This one's not as cheap as the five-star, five-star Thomas Moynier, but it is still available. Uh, And it's really good value in my mind because it's an upgrade over a card that previously existed and it is 300K cheaper. It's the 92 Lam Trophy Titans. I know Mm. the pack weight on this Titans promo has been pretty, I guess, surprising and shocking and how quote-unquote easy it is to pack icons. I know not everybody has done it, but 
Yeah, this 92 overall, some people call them the little bro icons because they're like the junior <laughs> versions. <laughs> so little bro Lom is my uh, nominee just because the prime was 400K. It's an upgrade over the prime. He can play, play right back or left back. And like Josh mentioned with the explosive being buffed, he is explosive on basically every chemistry style except for architect. I threw an anchor on my Lom and he is uh, taking over the right back spot in my team. Um for the mid Carlos Alberto, which I've used for a long time. So I really, really enjoy the card. He is a bit weak, but the uh, anchor helps out with that a bit. Uh, but he's just he's just super fast, super agile, and his passing and crossing is incredible. So I think, especially if you're, sometimes I switch to like that three back um, and he plays right mid, but comes back on the fence a little bit. He's a perfect kind of card for that sort of area as well. And I mean, 100k for a 92 lom seems like a price that probably shouldn't go down that far mm -hmm. uh, considering he's an icon and he can play right back and left back so uh i, I think that's pretty solid value there and uh, that's my nomination for the week nice i like it uh, i'm gonna go for um a man who's no baby <laughs> it's roy keaton uh, <laughs> a few listeners pointing him out as well i should say um, but the big thing is when you compare him to other defensive midfielders, particularly looking at that Kante, it's very hard to argue that really Kante wins on anything apart from the five-star weak foot versus four-star. But the thing is, Keane's so much better at short passing, long passing and vision that I think that's going to compensate, to be honest. And crucially, plus five ball control, I was noticing Keane has over Kante. He's also default lengthy keen which is nice drop a shadow on him and you're really going to maximize his pace he's got 90 strength Kante only has 76 he's also got those medium attacking high defensive work rates but he's 510 he's got good height he can win balls in the air uh, has that 99 aggression and i mean just really outstanding all round i think for 400k which is the same price as that gamble pack that we've got out at the moment he's going to be a better place to put the fodder. And yeah, I, I think if you need a defensive midfielder who's going to get full chem, uh, obviously not so useful for chemistry on other players, he is going to be really, really top tier for the price, I think. As as somebody who has completed Conte, uh, I do feel a source of a little bit of regret doing <laughs> that. I don't regret doing Conte because it's Conte and I've always loved Conte and FIFAs, but man, we've had so many insane midfielders in the past, like, I don't know, two, three weeks in this game. We've had Rabio, we have this Keen, uh, a bunch of cards in packs as well, like the Genduzi. Uh, it's just so many insane midfielder SBCs. A lot of, that seems to be like the push from mm. EA. It's like so many midfielders. And if you look at other midfielders on the market, they are down bad mm. uh, because of all these great SBCs we've had. Yeah, agreed. And uh, we should then move on to Chris. I'll let you expand it out a bit. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily a recent bit of content. Uh, it might be interesting if it's a player who's made your team. Um, but yeah, go for it. Tell us about a player. I, I agree. I agree with what you guys said. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I was thinking. I've been loving the was it player of the month Saka. Mm. I know. I know it's probably not the same tier of of player, but I just love that he is just so pacey. Mm. That is something that I really, really like in my team that they can just nip away from anything. I've been having some success with that Trophy Titans Ferdinand though. Mm -hmm. I've got him on loan and he's not he's not particularly like nippy or anything, but no, those ways you expect that. But he's just been so good at just being like a wall, an absolute wall for me. And he's he's saved some games for me. 
The only thing is though, I have no concept of value because I've not bought any of these guys. I've just been getting <laughs> all through SBCs. So yeah. I have no, no context of, of, of yeah, of, of monetary value for them. Yeah. I mean, you're putting stuff into these, right? Uh, do you know what fodder is? Yeah. Oh, I know fodder well. Oh, you know fodder. Assuming, good, good. assuming, <laughs> assuming it translates in, into FIFA, yeah. Of what, yeah. just shipping off golds that I'm never going to use yeah. to, to swap in. Yeah. I'm glad you were saying as well that the the Kante one, the Kante one wasn't worth it. Oh well, oh, well, that you thought maybe it wasn't the best value because I was actually kind of gutted that I wasn't going to be able to do that. Mm. But that's that's nice to hear that that maybe it wasn't the the best one to do anyway. Do you feel like you have enough fodder to do, I don't know, someone like Roy Keane? Do you really have that much in your club or is that a stretch? Uh, what do you need for Roy Keane? What's the requirements for him? Squad is 88 rated, then an 86 rated an 84 rated and then bronze and silver squads? Maybe. I, I think probably not. If I did, that would be pretty much the entire squad though, I think. And mm. I'm not that mad on Roy Keane. Yeah. <laughs> <as a person. laughs> which, which is, a, uh, I think my team has suffered quite a bit for my personal biases towards these people. Yeah, I, I guess Saka is an Arsenal player, but quite smiley, so. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and actually, you know, he's out for a while, isn't he? Um, he's also quite good defensively. I don't know whether that's something you've like used at all or are you just playing him in a kind of wide position? Uh, I'm just playing attacking. him on the wing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And actually, why don't I go through your team because obviously listeners will be aware of what your team was like before and I can run through it here and maybe we can talk about it a little bit. So we've got Edison in goal and this is the uh, footballers Edison, uh, the SBC, not the objective version. And then you've got Trent at right back, uh, the 87, of course. And the 88 Thiago Silva inform on an 82 game loan now. Uh, you've got Varane as your left centre back, Chilwell the inform, Kovacic as your right centre mid, uh, the old man of the match Fred still at left centre mid, Grealish uh, footballers uh, Cam, and then the player of the month Saka as you mentioned, right wing, uh, Sonny as left wing. I can't remember whether it made it into the podcast, but you definitely did mention wanting to get Son. Uh, in conversation with me anyway and then uh, you know another interesting SPC player actually uh, Mikel Antonio the 89 at striker so one of the things that's notable I guess is that you have the footballers versions but not the objective versions um, did you not know about the objectives did you run out of time what was the the deal there? I, I knew about the objectives and I was pumping for them but I, I didn't know there was a time limit on them uh... so yeah just ran out I was really close with them um, Grealish and Edison. I think I was pretty close with Kulu as well, actually. Mm. So that was a bit of a pain. And we should say the Rio that you mentioned was loan version. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, which actually must be a huge pace upgrade on Thiago Silva. I don't know whether you've noticed uh, the difference in pace there. Yeah, Thiago is is slow. Mm. Like, <laughs> you really don't want to get caught out of position with him because it's like, well, you might as well just wave him goodbye. Mm. There's no way he's catching up to anybody. It's interesting because I think Varane's one of the quickest players in that back line, isn't he? 81 pace, yeah. I think he probably is the quickest. Chilwell's 81 as well. Mm. I'm straight away thinking that, that defence is uh, <laughs> not exactly the fastest, but yeah. Edison's probably compensating at the back because he's mega fast. Edison's doing great. He's been doing great, honestly. He's just been keeping me in some games. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, as you say, your entire team basically untradeable, which isn't unusual, I guess, to some extent. But yeah, you must have been getting some coins. So where's the fodder coming from? How many coins do you have? That sort of thing would be interesting to know. Well, I've got 34 grand, which 
I thought was quite a lot until you guys were talking about like players worth like 400k or stuff and <laughs> quickly uh quickly realized it's not quite that much. I've just been I think it was one of the one of the questions from last week was about SBCs and I've found out what that mm-hmm. is and I absolutely love them. <laughs> they 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 my entire team's come from that. I think it's because I can win them if you know what I mean. <laughs> like online games tough. Can't win many of those but SBCs. Yeah. Easy, easy. They're good fun. That's actually another thing we could ask. You've done player SBCs, presumably, but have you got into doing, say, I don't know, upgrades or SBCs that return packs and things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love the the risk of opening opening packs. Something I know very primal about thinking, like, yeah, this is the pack that's gonna. I don't. I guess it's like scratch cards or, or like mm. betting on football games. I don't know. It's something quite fun about it. So yeah, I've just been doing any any SBCs that I can do, mm-hmm. really. And then a priority to any that return me any players that I think would fit good in the team. Yeah, it makes sense. And Josh, you listened to the podcast before, right? I did, yeah. And based on that, but also the progress since then, I guess, do you have any questions for Chris? Any comments? Anything like that? I kind of feel a bit like David Attenborough in some respects. I'm kind of like <laughs> observing and then like drawing conclusions from what's being like, you know, I find it very interesting the, you know, the rush you get from opening packs that kind of like it could be this next one. It is incredibly addicting and is one of the things that I think leads people to spending money on the game to go and open a pack because it it does have that feel of that rush. Mm. My second thing is obviously you're very like Premier League heavy and I know you like smiley players <laughs> and players that you kind of have a knowledge of and watch regularly. But do you feel restricted at all by now that you've gone down a Premier League route if there was something else available that you maybe wouldn't go for it because it wouldn't fit the team. Yeah, I do I do think that I like and I know that I'm restricting it a bit and I feel that because I've not got all of the like top Premier League player cards yet, I wonder there is going to be like a ceiling. Because I I don't think it's holding me back at the moment. Mm. But as the squad starts to get better and better, I think there will be a ceiling where it's going to become apparent that the next step is to branch out. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. We'll have to <laughs> see how see how I take that when we get. I guess there. also chemistry's been um, very straightforward in some ways. Chem- chemistry's been like almost like not an issue, really. Yeah. Mm. Although that was that's one of the things about the SBCs that I think is is quite fun is managing the chemistry and getting the links between players and stuff. Mm. They're always more fun than the ones where it's just ten gold players or whatever. Mm. Oh, so you're saying in terms of SBCs with chemistry, you actually prefer to do those or, or feel there is some yeah, enjoyment yeah like don't get me wrong like the ones where it's just like yeah just fill in 10 gold players and you get a like an 82 plus pack i'm like yeah thank you very much i love i love free stuff cheers <laughs> but for like like the, the fun of like i don't know it's just like a puzzle really isn't it a challenge one might say yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> a challenge based around squads <laughs> mm. so the marquee matchups sbcs are up your alley then every week yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. been into those as well they're good fun it's funny actually because this year there have been far, far fewer chemistry SBCs. Pretty much all of them used to have some chemistry requirement. Mm-hmm. So, oh, really? Yeah, and I've been saying oh, it's a really good thing. I don't think it should necessarily be a puzzle if you're just forfeiting value, but perhaps there should be something more puzzly and actually like a complex puzzle for people to do for good rewards, I guess. I think so, yeah, because now that the advanced ones are finished, it's just the. Um... Just there's only like a couple of puzzly ones every every week or so, I think. Is that right? Yeah, like 
most often they're just dropping those types of SBCs with like uh, the the swap tokens for foot birthday. A couple of those were, you know, 20 chemistry, 15, 16 chemistry, something like that. And even then it's not that much of a puzzle, but mm. everybody's going and doing them because of the swap tokens that they're trying to collect. But yeah, besides marquee matchups and those, like there's not too many. Mm. Okay, off that, I have two questions because I'm trying to like think about if I hadn't really played the game all that much, would I understand what swap tokens are? Maybe if I'd read it in game, but my, my question kind of is a bit more broad. Like, how do you how do you get your information of what's happening in the game? You just log mm. in and it will present you information? Are you like looking for it? Is there... Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know because I go to Twitter or certain <laughs> yeah. websites to like you know foot.gg has a like daily content page that tells you everything that's been added kind of thing. But if you didn't go there, is the game presenting that information to you? So yeah, so I I don't go to any sites at all. I just I just log in and and try and work it out. And I think I was saying to Ben before that there is an air of I think the game expects you either to know a fair amount of, of how everything works, or maybe they expect you to go and, and find that information elsewhere. Because they do present a bit, but it, it's sort of like a very, very basic overview and they chuck you in. And there's like SBCs that say you need, like the, uh, you're swapping these foot champion token player. And it's like, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> what are you asking of me? Right, like we had the... Uh... Chris, if I mentioned team of the season voting, does that have you seen anything around that? I, I understand team of the season and mm. voting. Okay, I don't know. Are you guys voting for like your your team of the season? Yeah, yeah, we are. We'll yeah. talk about that actually uh, quite soon in this podcast. But I wanted to just follow on from that point because one of the things I noticed is that you were seemingly missing things or things were expiring which you were planning to do because it's just sometimes not that clear when things are happening. Um, what's on at the moment i mean the tokens is something you only caught really towards the end and i think you're saying we're a little tricky to figure out really they should work like the star currency for moments where it shows at the top uh, i think that would just make it so much more straightforward because it's such a weird cobbled together system tokens it's amazing it's been in the game so long in such a kind of unintuitive way right yeah just imagine like up in the top left by your coins your fever points and your moment stars like there's a little added on during a swaps program after it goes live like a when you start at zero out of 30 whatever and it shows a little foot birthday swap token you're like oh okay mm. that's how many i have and this is how many there are to go so that you know straight away how your progress is and every time you send one to the club that boom, goes up one yeah, yeah that could be a really cool uh addition yeah that'd be that really be fun yeah i mean i wouldn't even have to go into your club right because it could True. just count up and actually that would stop people accidentally submitting them all those kinds of things and uh, i do think there's a strong argument if we're sticking with this kind of system and we've had it for so long it should be better integrated into the mode uh i was interested before we move back to content and team of the season actually and what's to come uh josh did you want to sneak in maybe one more thing for chris one of the things i loved that you said in the in the first podcast chris was He's got a funny card design for some reason because I've got I've got a mate who's not played FIFA for about the same period of time really like five years five or six years and I might like send him the team and he'll go 
it's it's just like a rainbow of colors on the screen like oh how do you know what this player's supposed to be and he's just high rated and he's got a cool card design so <laughs> when you get a token and it's like a 60 rated bronze card but it's got a nice card design you know you go, well, what's the point in this like it's not gonna get in my team and i've no idea what i'm supposed to do with it, it just is like oh here you go here's a like useless fun looking player yeah it's it is it's one of those things I think you take for granted that you just kind of over over the years you kind of gain this base of knowledge of what's happening. So that when they introduce something small that's new, it's easy to understand it quickly because that's the only thing you have to understand about it and how it works. Whereas that kind of it's like opening Pandora's box when you start. It's just there's so much and there's so many different sides to it. Like. I'd be interested, oh Chris, have you done have you played draft at all? So I have played draft because I was going through the objectives and I think one of the objectives to get one of these tokens was was play I think it was play one draft game. Yes. So I did one of those and I think I got hammered. <laughs> um but because yes, of course, because I pulled this team, I was like, oh wow, this is a fantastic team. Well, I'm gonna do really well. Of course, not realizing that the other guy's got a team that's just as good <laughs> and just as stacked. But I think it's interesting what you're saying about like the, the the sort of the rainbow colors of just like there's just so many colors of these different, and it's like what does everything mean? Because I'm sure I remember last time playing that it was like gold, and I think there was like team of the week and like team of the year, I think, and I think that was it, or maybe that's all I can remember. And now, like you say, it's just everyone, every every player's got this color or got like some weird picture for them and it feels a bit like what's his name in the incredibles where he says that if when everyone's super no one is <laughs> and that, that's kind of how it feels now because oh. the first couple of games i was like oh wow this guy's got a team of the week sack or whatever wow that's so cool and now it's like yeah one of those one of those one of those whatever whatever you say buddy let's, let's just go <laughs> yeah yeah that is a good point and it's an issue that people discuss right yeah. trying to explain we had a world cup path to glories there's road to the final world cup cards there's yeah. world cup icons world cup stories world cup phenoms and team of the tournament world cup players and world cup heroes that were in the style of marvel and it's like ha- uh, you know, how many players was that? Like 150 players? <laughs> yes, that's a lot. Well, it is funny as well, because some people obviously will say that, that isn't, there isn't enough content in the game or, or whatever. Uh, less so now, but it certainly used to be the case for a long time, even though there was plenty of content. Um, but I would say that maybe the good thing about all this content for newer players and even for more committed players to a certain extent, you can't really get the FOMO if the content just keeps coming. How can you miss out really on things if there's just a constant stream? That's true as well. It feels like I've, I'm never going to get everything that's out, but I never feel like that's because I'm missing out on stuff. It's because there's just a lot of stuff. You know, you can't, can't have everything. And you, 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 there's a lot of stuff and you sort of choose what you want to, to aim for. And some of it's realistic and, you know, some of it's not. You've got to <laughs> stay in your lane sometimes. Well, talking of, actually, despite being a Spurs fan, there's a bit of content that came out which might be appealing. Um, I don't know if you saw the quite extensive... Bergkamp objective. Yeah, I I saw him and mm. he, he's, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's definitely good. He is, like, yeah. from, well, Again, from what I can tell. Mm. I think we may be seeing the beginning of EA giving us some really big objectives. I, I, you know, the, the fact that you get 
the baby version and the um you know and then use that baby version like it's something they've started to do a little bit more where you kind of get given a card early in a milestone objective and then have to use that in your squad to get the next card and the next card mm. and um i do like that kind of progression system it's like it's kind of like leveling up your player without actually leveling up the player you just get a new one instead mm. but the fact that they're giving us 93 rated cards as objectives that you can essentially get for free you know you just have to spend the time playing the game and on top of that you get a bunch of fodder packs and a 92 and 87 rated bit of fodder because let's be honest if you've got the 93 bird camp you don't really need the 92 or the 87 it's i i yeah i was quite surprised to see it Mm. and i hope that it kind of is a sign of things to come as we move towards team of the season Mm, for sure it is pretty generous i think with the packs as well like even if you don't use him or you don't get too much use out of him there's a lot of or if you just don't like him yeah yeah, yeah. if you don't like him <laughs> if you don't want to use a player you shouldn't do it an objective and that's probably like quite a healthy attitude Chris to have towards the game because it will stop you kind of doing content just for the sake of it to some extent um, which isn't always a good idea and as Josh has said I mean I think there's a good chance we see more of these objectives um, this kind of quality of objective moving forward and it may be a player you prefer uh, and then you can put the time you know into doing that and the other thing we should talk about is uh, the other players that have come out, just kind of a general overview. I was just wondering, uh, Nate, how are you feeling about them from a market perspective? Um, This twin release system where they've released a lower version and a higher version, how that's affecting Mm -hmm. things? Because I guess that is offering like a lower alternative, which could devalue the the higher rated one potentially. It's definitely made this promo like a way, I guess when we first saw it, we were, the idea of it we we're like wow an icon a promo with icons and heroes how are we, in the world are we going to pack these mm. but now that they have the junior versions that are out i mean has an icon ever been 17k like fernando torres is seventeen thousand <laughs> coins i think that's got to be the cheapest icon yeah. ever mm-hmm. and you know del piero 28k the philip lam 110k that part of it i think is really awesome i'm excited to see who is in team two that also has that uh the junior concept Especially like for Chris, if if you wanted to try Fernando Torres, I mean, he's got 34K. He can go buy Fernando Torres and Del Piero for a couple games and try them out sort of thing. Mm. So I think that's really cool. And I think it has made these cards a lot more supplied. You know, maybe some of the top tier cards are still decently rare, but it seems even those cards like uh, Roberto Carlos is 92, has five-star skills, and he's 700,000 coins. His prime card that was lower rated was 900,000 coins before this new one came out. So... It's definitely, uh, it's definitely really cool. And the pack weight, I think, is the biggest thing. It's making it cool because they're actually accessible. But I do think some of these guys could go up out of packs. It's just a very interesting time with team this season mm. right around. And I think that's going to I think uh, hold their rises back a little bit. But once we get into team of the season, I feel like some of these cards, since they'll be the best version for these specific icons, they have incredible dynamic images and some really nice stat boost, specifically like... A guy like Rio, the SCN card looks really good to me. The Lams, both of them. And then, you know, even like Yunberg for 40,000 coins, like that's a pretty good card for a, a lower budget as well. Mm. I think some of them could end up doing well during team of the season. Uh, but kind of just waiting for that to happen before really feeling like, okay, I want to buy a card and hold it for a longer period of time than just a day or two. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's a good point. I, I I find it kind of interesting just riffing off of the idea of if if you know if everyone's super nobody is. Uh, then you know I like I think there's a similar thing kind of happening with icons now, especially with how packable those baby versions are. And I kind of don't mind it, like mm. give people the ability to use icons that are incredibly cheap. But there was always like a prestige around packing an icon. It was something that happened, you know, once a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And even if it was a tradable you know, base Rude Van Nistelrooy, because it discarded for 70k, there was value in it, it felt special in some ways. So mm. yeah, I, I, like I've, I, I think it's a great promo. Like the fact we've got a Del Piero that people are actively going out of their way to use is always going to be a big plus for me. I wonder if the prices are a little low, especially once they go out of packs, because I know there's a bit of worry about team of the season, but it tends to be that the first team of the season team mm. is like Eredivisie and Community, mm-hmm. and they tend not to be incredible, like not super, super high rated. And I think somebody like that Roberto Carlos, if you look at his prime or even his World Cup version, that is a similar idea. It was only in packs for a limited period of time, whereas his prime has been in packs for a longer time. They There definitely could be some nice price rises if you were looking to invest in these. What it, this promo has also confirmed, and it may have happened earlier, but is that we can get two special versions of icons. And we've got a Zinedine Zidane, and we obviously had his World Cup version. There's a few of them like that, Roberto Carlos as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think Rich Buckley assumed there would only ever be one special version, but now we can actually have multiple. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how TOTS is, is done alongside these like i'd love to have more usable versions of icons that tend to have only ever been fun to pack rather than people you know cards people actually wanted to put in their teams yeah well whether we get them in this lot or with team of the season the likes of gerard skulls lampard uh, and i mean Henri, really underrated in the game i think would all be very premier league biased but would be great when does team of the season come out well I'm glad you asked, Chris, because that was exactly what my question was going to be next. When do we anticipate Team of the Season dropping? Because we've had the voting come out. We know we've got Team 2 of Trophy Titans, which is on Friday. Uh, Well, actually, we don't know, but they've said Team 1, so almost certain um, that that'll be Friday. So, I mean, do we then have a week of Team of the Season warm-up and it's actually Team of the Season the following week? What do you think, Nate? I think they might just start it off on the 21st because... The way the voting looks, it's only three days long. So we have until the 13th to vote on community tots. And then on the 17th, next Monday, we're going to start voting on Premier League tots. I mean, it's very possible that it could be like an extra week in there for the lag time. And it does start on the 28th. But since these voting times are so so short and sweet, it feels almost right for me that it would be starting on the 21st with community and then Premier League on the 28th, and then I think it's Bundesliga after that. So that's that's my guess, but who knows? Mm, okay. I would agree. I saw a potential leak that I actually retweeted and said, this is laughably silly, <laughs> saying that Tots would come out on the 18th, uh, which would be a Tuesday, which has never happened before. And no. I was kind of like, there's no way this is real. But I don't know now. Like, I, mm. I could see it. I could see it the tw- like the twenty first. I think is the most likely day, and I do think you know if you look at the timelines from last year versus this year, 
especially considering we had the World Cup and how much later the season's finishing. This is early for Team of the Season, but bringing it in on the 21st of April will be early considering the break that we've had. We should have another week of a not like a build-up promo and 28th was the earliest I thought we'd get it. I thought it might even come in May. But I wonder if with the amount of stuff that we've seen in the last few days about EAFC coming and, you know, it was plastered all over every Premier League stadium this weekend and, you know, we've had the release promo and all of the leagues have started putting the triangle about the new uh, logo for the new game. I wonder if we're, we're on a slightly accelerated content schedule to maybe make the game a little bit deader earlier so that people are more excited for the news about the new mm. game that's coming, I think they've said, in July. Yeah, it's funny, I was saying on the gameplay podcast, I think we mentioned this, that I don't buy the whole, the dead of the game is the better. Because, I mean, they push the game through the game itself. And I suspect True. that they get a lot of purchases through that menu. And actually keeping people in the ecosystem is better. But that could also lead to them thinking, releasing the game early if they can which sounds ambitious to me would allow them to basically push the game buying the new game to more people when they're actually playing rather than when they're taking a break over the summer so you know potentially yeah it still could be pushing games for early release is always a bit of a Mm. a high risk strategy though yeah especially when you're pushing one of the biggest releases in your franchise's history <laughs> probably yeah. um so i don't know it's interesting but yeah it is interesting that team of season is coming earlier that said i think they've had a lot of success with their summer content so maybe they just think right let's get team of season out of the way and just like go mad um sooner maybe i don't know yeah it's it's weird that the the game has now moved to a state where actually the later in the game cycle the more fun the game tends to be mm. like it it feels less of a grind and you start getting things a little bit easier so yeah definitely could be accelerated towards that in, in in terms of that as well have you seen your 99 pay center back maybe coming for everybody if they wanted to complete Ooh, him yes. yes i wanted to speak about him for sure because he'll probably be out by the time you're listening to this and based on the evidence <laughs> we've seen from icons released as SBCs who are on the market it'll probably be about 600 700k which i think will be a steal for a center back of his quality been using the 90 for ages and he is for me and bear in mind that i have the prime maldini untradeable and sergio ramos the best center back i've used this cycle the 90 so the 93 is going to be even better it's marginal to be honest i wouldn't upgrade if you have the untradeable but um it's going to be worth it if you have fodder to spend if you need a center back if you need maybe brazilian chemistry points even um but also crucially around team at season time if you need to start in the back three he's someone who can actually play very well at fullback possibly either fullback position but obviously right back he's very good at he is still at time of recording the only pretty much max pace center back with 98 sprint speed and 99 acceleration with a shadow Uh, this version is actually pretty strong as well i've never had an issue with the physicality of the 90 but this one has 89 strength 90 reactions Uh, he's going to be really really good and i'd strongly strongly recommend him as a place to put your fodder for sure if not just go out and complete to be honest uh, regardless but probably time to move on to something else that is coming and we know about and that is team of the season community team of season voting is out josh any particular highlights from the nominees uh, any thoughts i i like that there's kind of a bit of a wider range just on this before i pick out if there's a player that you think should be in here ask yourself two questions <laughs> uh, have they had more than one 
special card this year because if they've had more than one performance-based special card, they can't be in community tots. And are they likely to be in their league's team of the season? Because if they are, they're also not going to be here. So <laughs> chili beans if you're screaming about Saka or Haaland not being here. Mm. I think Otamendi deserves one because he has obviously won the World Cup this year but was has been absolutely brilliant for Benfica. Even, you know, it doesn't make sense in my head, but he is brilliant and they have obviously been very good in the Champions League as well. I think we could see a Nathan Ake at left back. I think that could definitely mm. be coming. It'd be difficult to argue he doesn't deserve that. I, I saw a lot of people vote for Kefren Churam. I think just because they enjoyed mm. his overpowered uh, Future Stars card. Enzo Lafay potentially could get one. He's had a really good year. Tressor from Genk, if I'm going very left field, he's been brilliant for them. But yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be weighted towards the big leagues, but I hope they throw in a couple of left fields, you know, someone like Jota from from Celtic, mm. mainly just because he's got an outrageously good chance. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's true. Um, and actually, both you, Nate, and Chris are Spurs fans. Uh, there have been some notable team of the season community players from Spurs before but unlikely I think this yeah time. not really I mean if we're gonna have a team of the season show it's probably just gonna be Kane so yeah, it's been a bit of a, an up and down season more downs than ups I think yeah 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 one player I did want to mention is Soleil the um, centre-back he plays for Salzburg I think yes I used a silver version a while back and that is a ridiculous ridiculous base of a player right and if he gets a card he'll be really 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 good uh, obviously awkward to link but he's French right so how hard can it actually be that's how I feel about uh, Talishka if Talishka gets a Tots yes. card it will definitely remind me of last year's and that would be amazing and if there's a Ronaldo whether it be a team of the season or like a flashback or or a big Ronaldo card that club link could be massive yeah. it was as well. super expensive yeah. wasn't he uh, so watch out for that in the first team they're often a bit overpriced and drop a lot yeah um, yeah uh, anyone else people want to chuck in there Caicedo could be an amazing one especially because his base card is a I think it's a non-rare silver mm. Moises Caicedo from Brighton I think that would be a a good shout as well yeah I didn't even notice him and Jolinton in the vote at first and I had to Keep looking down the list. I was like, okay, like those would be great too. Ake could be a good shout, actually. Yeah, you used his gold version, didn't you? I mean, first player in the team, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think he might have been ground down and put into an SBC by now. <laughs> Feed that budding SBC addiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> talking of that, is there anyone you would like to see added into the game or as a new bit of content, someone you'd really like to get a special item or something like that and add to your team? I would love to see through an SBC. Or, or maybe through an objective or something, a special, I mean, I know there is one at the moment, a special De Bruyne um, and mm. or Sir Harry. Those are, those are my two like that I would really love to see. De Bruyne, fantasy legend, I assume. Fantasy legend, absolute fantasy legend. Yeah, for sure. De Bruyne is in team of the week at the moment, mm. I think. Is that right? Could you actually buy mm -hmm. him? I don't know what price he is. Maybe he's fodder price. I don't know. Probably more than 34K. Uh, yeah, he's uh, 400K. Oh, that's that's way out of my budget. <laughs> how, how attainable is it to get like team of the week players? Be, if you're not going to buy them, how how attainable is it to actually to pull them? Well, team of the week players are relatively packable, actually. I would say more so than most other special items. But De Bruyne is still probably pretty unlikely. Um, but one thing that is worth pointing out, and this may be something you consider in the future, but for champions. Uh, once you get to the finals, you do get the opportunity to get a red version of Team of the Week players. In fact, even at the lowest reward tier, which is what, just four points. So 
four losses, you get to pick one of three uh, foot champions players, which are basically team of the week items reskinned red. So that's a potential way of picking up some team of the week players. But you do have to get four out of 10 wins in playoffs to reach the weekend league, as people call it, uh, where you can actually get those four points. And so you've you, you've got to progress through foot champions playoffs and then the the, bit of the cup at the end. Is that right? The yeah, finals? it's not exactly a cup because it's, you know, just see how many wins you can get over the course of the 20 games. There's like matchmaking within that as you go. Um, but there's no knockout system, if you like, and you get a point for a loss. So that makes it much more straightforward. But yeah, you do need to build up the points in rivals to then enter playoffs. And then once you've done that, you can then uh, progress into finals if you get four out of 10 wins. Oh, I'm seeing it here now. Yeah, you've got to get up to 40 points to get. Yeah, mm, my last foot champions game was, uh, I lost 19-2. So I might, <laughs> I might <laughs> hold oh, So you did a playoffs match. And- yeah, that, that was a pretty swift uh, kick to the throat, that one. Well, it is worth noting that the way matchmaking works in that mode, playoffs and in finals, actually, you go in at zero form and then you get a plus one if you win, a minus one if you lose and match people around there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it does mean that it should get easier, but it still sounds like it is going to be a bit of a challenge. Hopefully we can get you there eventually. I, I like that as an introduction for a like you know podcast that's aimed at every FIFA player, from those that get 19 and 1 to those that lose 19 to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that is actually where we're going to wrap up this podcast. Maybe not the most positive place to end it on for Chris, but uh, maybe we'll get you back on a gameplay podcast to work on that challenge potentially. It's been great to have you on this podcast though. No, thank you for having me. I feel like I'm learning a lot from, from you guys as well. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Wait until I tell you about League SBC method. Mm. If it's SBC, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you've got yourself a, a protege here, I think, uh, Josh. And Josh, let's say thank you to you next. It's been great to have you on the podcast. I'm sure you'll be keeping your eye out on the schedule over the next few weeks. Should be interesting. Yes, definitely. And uh, looking at the opportunities to accumulate packs as we uh, as we get towards team of the season. And yeah. Just remember, it's it's a game. If your player doesn't get in team of the season, it's fine. There's another version of them in the game. There definitely will yeah. be. There's about 15 <laughs> versions of every player. That's true. And finally, to Nate, the foot accountant, thank you very much for coming on. And uh, yeah, we should point people towards your streams and YouTube. Yeah, that would be uh, the place you can find me on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, just the foot accountant, you'll find me there. And uh, it'll be a fun time these next couple of weeks with all the new cards coming out, mm-hmm. especially objectives and SBCs. But of course, cards and packs too. So it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, well, it's a goodbye from these guests, but it's not necessarily a goodbye for this week from the Foot Weekly podcast. If you would like to catch this week's gameplay podcast, that is a supporter episode this week. It's just £3 a month and you get an extra podcast every single week. And this week it is the gameplay pod, and which has loads of fantastic tips, advice and tactical chat as always. If you would like that podcast for, as I said, just £3 a month, along with at least four podcasts extra every month, then head over to Patreon and you can support the podcast. Keep it going. Uh, Just search support for weekly or follow the link in the description of this podcast. Or you can go to bit.ly slash more pod if you are already supporting a huge huge thanks for doing so it really does make a big difference and a big thank you too to those icon patrons dave b hugh j coach vass dj fifa player 
Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Dan W, Waterman, N Hagman, Harry A, Jake G, Roger D, Springford, Alec, Bracco, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, Timothy J, Dylan, JKL, Ibis24, Adam R, Sam K, Graham W, Andy, Ads H2K, and Brian V. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. We're recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles... What was that, Flo? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a boat? We were going for authenticity. We're going to the city? Authenticity. You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic. Are we? Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.